This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. home on a Wednesday. Ben Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Really appreciate you being here, making us... Your, you have many options in the morning. We appreciate you choosing Ben and Woods. I love when they say that on airplanes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have uh, many choices in your travel. Yeah. Uh, we thank you for choosing United American. Airlines. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Right. Love that. Always makes me feel you're welcome. You're, I you're like, very welcome. I, I like air travel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I do what's there, Polly. I, I do. I do. I know it's uncomfortable and you get squeezed in the seat mm-hmm. and the service isn't great. But for me, it's always still a rush to fly somewhere else. It's true. And, you know, go through that whole process. You're flying in the sky. I, I, know. I never it still blows me I away. never totally get <laughs> the awe of that, of actually, like, flying in the sky. Seeing it, I still get that, seeing even, it even now. Through your kids' eyes, too, as they look down and the clouds are right below you. And Bo is just like, <laughs> Dad. What, can we, we, can, he goes, what happens if we jump into those? I go, well, we go right through them. They're just water. <laughs> I remember the first time, like, really uh, seeing and appreciating. Like, I went on a plane when i was really young and then i didn't go on a plane until i was like 15 16 years old and to look out the window and see the 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 sea of clouds and you can see the sun above the clouds like when you're up there you're like this you're is like not level with it yeah it's really great. i love this seeing is crazy. the cars like little ants yeah. driving the on the road the way down there and really cool i don't like flying i'm not a good flyer i love going places of course but Beats driving with two kids. Beats driving. Yeah. Have a two-hour limit. Nowhere outside of two hours until they're, I'm going to say, 14 and 12. See, uh, my whole life I've just gone up and down the West Coast, got the 45-minute flights to you know Vegas or, or uh, Phoenix. I don't do need. a whole lot of traveling outside of those areas. So 
when I think about flying across the country, a five-hour flight gives me anxiety. It's not fun. I mean, the flight to Chicago was about four, and it's like, <laughs> you're rocking back. Bo was fine. He didn't, didn't make a peep. It was his dad that was like, oh, my God. Like, I want to go back to New York at some point and go to, go to New York again. I haven't been there in forever. I'm like, six hours? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> my I whole, can't do it. Seattle to San Diego, it's a two and a half hour flight. That's so great. like three Same hours is when my I go limit. home. I'm six four. Like after about two and a half hours, I'm like, I gotta move, yeah. I gotta stretch. I do not like this. It's true. Bro, we're, me and Megan are planning, we're going to Singapore next year. It's a seventeen hour flight. You're done for. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're done for. I've done them. I've done the twenty I've hour been, flight. I've been told Singapore Airlines is great. It doesn't and matter a how little great more, it is. There's more room on those long international flights, but I'm like, how much more room? Yeah, you're not flying first class because right. it's $50,000 a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean. But- Even the uh, the price increase from regular economy to premium economy, whatever the next level is, it's still like 200%. It's, oh, it's yeah. double. You're doubling no the, t- the ticket price. Bro, there's no way you can, there's no way you can sell me on a 17-hour flight. There's just none. No way. But well, it's really good. Really nowhere to break it up in the middle either. No. Going across the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> no, not I mean. really. <laughs> That's a long one. Uh, you're you're, you're an done for. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Xanax. A lot of drugs. Yeah, yeah. Just pass out. It's the only thing to do. Stay up for two days straight. Yeah. You know, Fancy Ben has always had the dream of getting to fly. You know those... Like first class, the whole cabins where it like lay you can you can lay down done and it. sleep. Awesome. You've done it before. Yeah, oh, I've it, never did been it on, on my honeymoon. Oh, uh, got in the plane. It's been a woods, by the way. Uh, you're on ninety seven through the fan. I got out. We got on the plane. It was our honeymoon trip, and we went to uh, we flew to London, and we got in there, and we looked at each other. We cheers champagne, and we each had a glass of champagne, and I took a little sleeping aid, and the next thing I know. We are now, uh, dep- Mr. Woods, would you like a cookie? The flight was over. So I didn't re- even really enjoy it. I mean, I just lay, I slept, I woke up, we were, what's happening? Then we touched down 30 minutes later. I was like, oh, all right. It was great. And then I got really sick on that trip. We were starting this job, and I flew back. We flew back from Paris, and I couldn't sleep. Not Did you awake. Go on the way there? It was, it, it was direct? I went to London first. And but just yes, from, from L.A. to London, or uh, did you stop on the East Coast? Did we fly out of L.A.? No, we flew out of here. I think San Diego to London. Yeah, oh, I, they think do have, yeah. I think they do have those now. If I memory serves, but no, it's been it's it's well worth it. It's really, <laughs> well, really, really. I, really it's well hard worth to say it. it's worth it. It's definitely it's better. a treat. It's way better. But it, like as Paulie said, I mean, you're just you're ending up in the same place as everybody else on that plane, and someone paid. You know, whatever it is, $1,000 for the ticket. And you paid $15,000 for the ticket to get to the exact same place just to be a little more comfortable (laughs) for 12 hours. I mean, worth it. If you have it. Yeah. I think we're looking at that middle ground, the premium economy. The price of a... 17 hours, dude. A nice mid-sized five-year-old automobile to be a little more comfortable for for 12 hours. Yeah, you're dead. It's dead. You're dead. It's not, there's nothing fun about any flight over well, really two and, hours. And Megan was like, oh, there's some routes where we can go to uh, Tokyo first and then have a 36-hour layover, explore that a little bit, and then go to Singapore. But I'm like, that's still like 12 hours and five hours. I think that's I'd rather, even worse. I think yeah, I'd just rather just knock it. out the 17. Matthew but. on the chat says, I flew from New York to Iraq in a cargo plane. Do not recommend <laughs> All right, thank you could, for your service, Matt. There can definitely be worse ways to fly than, than economy class, oh. to be sure. In a in a cargo plane, 
Was he in military? I'm I would assume. Yeah, yeah, Iraq. Assume, yeah. Definitely. Could FedEx. He said cargo plane. That's true for, too. Yeah. yeah. UPS. Either way, yeah. still not comfortable going trip like that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I won't bitch about uh, economy then. <laughs> Man, that's gonna be a long ass flight, dude. It's gonna be a long ass flight. Yeah. You better come back with loads of content, and I mean loads oh, of content. Places come back. It's good. It Singapore. Good time. We're going either. Uh, we're going to Phuket. In Thailand for a couple days. It's spelled P H U K E T. Is that right? Yeah. Like, like Phuket. I believe it's Phuket. Phuket. But it's some selling. It's definitely a long U. Phuket. Ooh. Or yeah. But it's not an uh sound. Ooh, not uh. Because you want to make sure you don't pronounce it with the uh sound. Right. (laughs) Scared you for a sec, didn't it? Phuket. We have some callers on the line. We oh, did. Let's uh, go. We wanted to talk about uh, your thoughts on what apparently like, well, appears. Shut up about, about air travel. Seems to be Bob Melvin and AJ Preller sticking around together. Nothing confirmed, mind you, from the San Diego Padres as of yet. But let's go out to a Sam. You're with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Hello. Fantastic. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I just don't understand what's going to change. Until, like, details actually come out about whether they're both staying or both going or one or the other, I don't know what actually changes. I don't know why all of a sudden AJ Preller's going to be like, okay, you know what, Bob, you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. And I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I mean, join the, join the crowd, man. Join the, join the line of people that are confused by it. I, I do, I said it yesterday, I'll stand by it again today because nothing's happened, really. Nothing happened yesterday. Um, other than a pretty vague report that allegedly they're both coming back. Nobody's confirmed it, right? So that's vague. Other organizations that fell short are doing their press conferences. They have a plan in place. They're telling us this is what we're doing. Don't agree with it. We played some audio of Jerry DePoto earlier. I don't even agree what he said. Now, if they get up there and say, we're actually doing you guys a favor, I'm on. Um, but I do, it does give me a little bit, the longer it goes on, the more I think, okay, they're just going to try to run this thing back. And uh, you just you just would hate, You here's what, this is my worried brain. Let's, will you agree with me, Ben, that there was pettiness this year on, on, on Bob Melvin's side? Did you feel like there was some pettiness? Uh, the, the situation with, with Matt, Matt Carpenter, Carpenter sure. kind of staying on the roster but not playing was always unusual. We pointed that out from the beginning. Now, do like, we... what's going on here? Why is Matt Carpenter still on the roster if he's not playing? Now, eventually he did he did get back into some games and they yeah. used him later in the season. It but there felt, was a it felt extremely like the movie Moneyball. Did it? Yes. Did but it? Pena's f- playing first. Mm, he's actually, not. no, he's not. Did it feel yeah, petty last year when Jorge Alfaro? Um, was on the playoff roster but didn't play as well. Now I think that was flipped. I think that was a different, different scenario. I don't think I think Bob, given the opportunity as a catcher, wanted to get Austin Nola some time. Off. I, you can't have that. You can't have it. It can't continue. Whatever it is, the pettiness, the I'll show him. That's not a winning formula. And I think they're both to blame for it. If the reports are true. They butt heads. Bob doesn't like AJ sticking his nose in. AJ doesn't like the way Bob does things. What are we doing? There's egos on both ends. Of course. No one is blameless in this. Nobody. Bob clearly, at least we believe, had some pettiness. Like, all right, fine. If you're going to give me Matt Carpenter, I'm just not going to play him. I'm not going to play him. Preller, his ego played in, played the factor I signed of, him. Well, I don't care. Like, if he's, you're on, just, he's, he's on the roster, so... 
swallowing that pride would say, all right, my manager's not going to play this guy. we got to make a move. But there were so many, I don't even want to say digs, but there were so many, like, veiled, yeah, I mean, look, you know, you, you nobody else is walking through the door right now. You, you run uh, with the guys that you have. I mean, that's very clearly saying we need help in this department and you're not giving it to us. It's clear as day. So that I'm all for a reunited and, hey, we have fixed it and we are bosom buddies. You cannot have that garbage next year. I mean, Peter Seidler can't. has asked for change. He, I mean, he specifically said we will make the changes necessary. Now, some people don't see any change unless the personnel is changed. Now, the Angels, Perry Manazian said yesterday – this is on me. My fault that the team did not perform the way we thought. So I fired Phil Nevin. That's what it, that, that's the thing. I mean, he said yesterday it wasn't Phil Nevin's fault. It's my fault. But Phil Nevin was the one who got fired. I said it when we opened the show yesterday. Nev was the sacrificial lamb for Perry Manazian's massive failures as a GM with generational talent so every it, year. It, could it not be a positive thing that the Padres at least didn't make Bob Melvin the sacrificial lamb for someone yeah, else's I mean, failures? I, I, think it's po- I think it's a positive thing. I, I want Bob Melvin here. But I, I will say... That kind of stuff, you can't – it's really hard to win. I'm not saying you can't. I'm sure it's happened before. It's really hard to win without a little bit of, of togetherness uh, from, from the manager and the GM. The big question is when your boss asks you to change, which Peter Seidler's the boss, and he has asked for change. In the statement, he said, we will – hey, we want a thorough review, and we need to make the changes necessary to make this team a championship ball club. If you're the employee – are you just nodding and going, yeah, Peter, yeah, Peter, whatever you say, Peter, yeah, Peter, yeah, Peter, will we'll change? Or are you actually, you know, digging deep, making some hard realizations, and putting in that work to make some changes? Bob Melvin has how many years managing in the big leagues and playing? 30-plus? Correct. A.J. Preller's got nine years at the helm of the, the San Diego Padres, and he had experience with the Texas Rangers as well in other capacities. You see either of these guys changing the way they do business at this stage in their lives and careers and the hubris that I think probably both of them have? I don't. So you think they're telling Peter Seidler they'll change, but they really won't? I think that's well, what a lot of people that try to keep their jobs do. <laughs> I don't think that's that, – it's not on them. I'd do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I won't do that anymore. Well, well then in, in <laughs> many ways it's on it's on Peter, and I understand his situation right sure. now. but. If you want to stick with the same people, but you want change, then you got to be on top of it. You got to be, you know, watching and you know, getting regular reports. All right, how how are we changing? What are we doing? How are you following through? There has to be follow through on that as well. So here's a diff- this is a different take. Rory tweets in: Do the Padres really even owe us anything? The stories about these issues were created by writers, but now we're demanding a resolution to something we're not certain exists. Bomel and Preller could be besties. We really don't know though. I would agree with that if it weren't for – now, listen, no reporter worth his salt is going to say, hey, I talked to several players. They requested anonymity because they're still here and under contract, and they all said, hey, it sucks. They don't like each other. It's a civil war. Uh, it's like when my parents got divorced, we're all in the middle. So I tend to believe that there are issues. And, again, like what we just mentioned, Rory, talking throughout the year of – Hey, you know, you you give, you play with the roster you've got. We've heard it a thousand times, a thousand times. 
Um, because Bob has to do press every day. If AJ had to do press every day, maybe he would have said some stuff. He doesn't have to do it twice a day like Bob Melvin does. But AJ Preller commits to 162 games pregame, postgame. I'm sure something would have come out, Ben, that would have sounded, you know, petty. I would imagine. Yeah, it's when you say, well, it's a meet, you know, writers created this. They did not create they, that. No, I mean, it wasn't just an opinion piece. Like, hey, I looked at the Padres and. It look they look dysfunctional. It looked to dysfunctional, me. right? That's that's not that's not that's what it not is. What happened. It's actually people inside the organization. And I do submit that they I believe that they do owe the fans something. I do. I, I, I firmly believe that they own owe the fans some sort of either resolution or explanation. Yeah, it's don't it's, they? It's more complex than just hey, if I don't like the way um, you know Nabisco does their business, I don't buy Ritz crackers, right? This is a professional sports team. is a is It's a community asset. It, it, it may is. be owned by Peter Seidler, but it's an asset for the whole community. And uh, you have a responsibility, I think, and and I think Peter takes that seriously to run it as well as you can, to give your fans hope. It, I mean, it brings hope to a city. It doesn't just bring entertainment. It's not just a distraction to watch games on TV or go to Petco Park to line you know an owner's coffers. It means more than that. There's there's no question that sports means more than that to us. So there is a responsibility for professional you know teams to you know keep that in mind that they do owe their fans, even the ones who aren't paying. By the way, even the ones who don't buy season tickets, even the ones who just watch, watch on, on TV, TV, listen on the radio, or listen on the radio, or even read the box score in the morning. If they live in San Diego and they consider themselves a Padres fan, you have a responsibility to those people. I couldn't agree more. Look at the to Phillies. Do what you can. And look at the Phillies. And look how they, they were talking about it on the broadcast last night. They fully, fully, they, they were talking about how in lockstep the team is with the, with the city and the fans. Padres had that last year. No question. Hell, they may even had it this year with 3 million people going through the turnstile. So you're in danger of losing it though that's what i'm telling you it doesn't always last forever so you have to fix the root of the problem and if their relationship is the root of the problem and they both come back it's definitely something to watch all right sam's call uh should spark some more there 833-288-0973 we're talking bob melvin and aj preller join us coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 the fan Because we just heard Polly's going to Singapore in a year, a little over a year. Yeah, next November. Adam came in and said, "What? Wait, why is Polly going to Singapore? We never really discussed that." <laughs> That's so true. 
Are you going to ask me? Polly, why are you going Pauly, to Singapore? why are you going to Singapore? Uh, we are going to Singapore, I guess, officially for, it'll be for my wife's birthday. We're going to take a couple weeks, probably 10 days. 10, and making 10, the rest of us days. look like absolute a-holes. Yeah. I bought my wife flowers and a mug yeah. for her birthday. Some guys are just built different. Polly's taking... His bride halfway across the world. <laughs> no, we you are. You look like a holes right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to Singapore. Two of our uh, closest friends moved to Singapore a little over a year ago, and uh, they were only on a, a two-year work contract that they were going to be out there. They extended it another year. Singapore, by the way, Singapore. somebody said Ooh, in the I like chat. That. That's Singapore. amazing. Thank you, Singapore. Balsamic Vinny. <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> so. We wanted, we were like, oh, we got to get out there while we have some friends out there that can show us around, show us everything from the local standpoint, and it wasn't looking good. And then they said, all right, we're actually extending another year. We'll be here till whatever date. So let's make this happen. And so we just kind of looked around. We were finding some dates. And yeah, so we landed on uh, 10, 14 days in November. We haven't booked anything yet. Uh, they have a 10 to 14 days you're going to be gone? Yeah. Oh, my God. You should do a here. podcast called 14 Days in November about your trip to Singapore <laughs> Good. when you get back. So Singapore, of course, is on the continent of Asia. Asia. Very easy, right? Yes. Um, they just announced where the, uh, the 2030 World Cup is going to be played. Now, the next World Cup is here in the United here. States and Mexico and Canada. It's like all of North, North America. America hosting the World Cup. So I'm going to tell you where the next World Cup is. You tell me which continent it's on. The next World Cup will be hosted in Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay. South America. Multiple. Multiple. Three. Europe. Three, yeah. Three continents. Three Europe, continents. South America. South America. Africa, Africa, and Europe, Africa. and South America. That's a, a that is a truly world that is cup. A world yeah, FIFA cup. announced it's a world this morning. Cup right so, there. <laughs> so what the they're going to cup. do? It's the uh, it's the hundred year anniversary of the World Cup. So to honor the first World Cup. What year gonna, again? 2030. 2030. Yeah. So the, to honor the first World Cup, the first games will be played in South America, where it started. Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay. Then they will move for the rest of the games to Spain, Portugal, and Morocco. Of course, Spain and Portugal on the Iberian Peninsula in Europe, way down on the you know coast of the Mediterranean Ooh, and the yeah. Atlantic Ocean. Morocco is just right across, though, the... The Strait of Gibraltar on the other side in Africa, the northernmost tip of Africa. So while those countries are all in a very close area, they're technically on different continents as well. That just came out. It just came That's out. That's amazing. Yeah. That is the breaking news for the World Cup in 2030. Of course, the next one again is here, Mexico and Canada. So they are. So uh, if you wanted to go to that, you're spending tickets, a billion dollars. <laughs> if uh, if you know, we you want to go to multiple games in multiple countries. There's, yeah, there's a lot of soccer fans in San Diego. A lot. So if somebody is thinking right now, well, the good news is you have six years to start pinching your pennies, and you can go to all of those games. You get to go to one in L.A. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. That. No, but I mean. Now you're like, do I even want to go to that one? If I could just save and go to North America. Or- you know that the soccer fans are so diehard. So diehard. There's someone who's going to try to go to a game in every single one of those countries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. At some point, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Which will be an insane travel schedule. But, uh, yeah, they just announced that. That's the, uh, the breaking soccer news this morning. Six nations all automatically, by the way, getting into the World Cup. Every single one of the host countries already has their spot uh, 
their ticket punched for the World Cup now in 2030. That's pretty solid. That that that'll be really cool. That's truly a World Cup. Uh, Paulie, are you uh, now in Singapore? The the laws are different. Have you done some research on on some of the laws uh, over there? Oh yeah, like I said, I got friends that live there. That's so right. They, they, they they've done all, it all. All about it. Um, yeah, I mean stuff that is legal, totally here. normal and legal here. Uh, you're like you get imprisoned over there, so so I got to be careful. Being the selfish person that I am, what what's what's the month again? No November. Uh, it'll be next November. Just dead period. Padres coming off of a fresh seventy nine win season, <laughs> and we're in here talking about is Bob Melvin going to get extended? You know what I'll happened? Be, I'll be beachside and Polly will be in Bali. <laughs> we'll be in here with Italian Paul or Adam. Polly smart. It's very smart. Very wise. That's a great time to plan a trip. Not for us, for you. Well, and we're gonna it'll it'll dip into the Thanksgiving week too, I'm sure. So <laughs> it's gonna be one of those, you know, fourteen days off, but only seven or six, you know, paid days off. Yeah. Weekends. Weekend. A couple smart. holiday days. That's smart. That's how you do it. Figure it out. Singapore. I can't wait to get, I can't wait to hear all about I it. I've never I've never really traveled internationally. Uh, Canada, you know, Vancouver when I lived in Washington. Right. Been to Tijuana a few times. Yeah. To, uh, Ensenada. But other than that, customs was kind of a beating when we went internationally. You always have to pack your patience That's when what, you travel internationally. Yeah, Woods yeah you is do. Not the best at packing his patience. Uh, no. My patience I'm, is I'm very thin. Way. Very thin. Uh, you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti every Friday night here at 6 p.m. on 97.3 The Fan. Boomer, Esaias, and Mike Valenti breaking down all the NFL games, previewing all the action. Also get it on the free Odyssey app. It's presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. All right, let's get back to the phones when we come back. Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller, looks like they're both staying do you believe they can work together? They can set aside their differences for the good of the San Diego Padres. Do you care? We'll get Do to that care? coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiroshima, wherever sun goes, just the cruel rain pouring. You say that it's over. How could it be over when I never saw it coming? Sweet California, sour California, sweet California, bitter California, sweet California. Good one. Good cover from No Doubt as well. It's true. 833-288-0973. We're talking uh, Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller. You okay with the fact that it appears they're both coming back next season? Get back we out. Think. We not think. Confirmed. It's not confirmed. <laughs> it's weird. Is it a story of the Padres, when you don't make a change, do you have to confirm that? I mean, We are not doing anything like, differently. Like, like did, literally, you could ha- you could ask them every day. So what the Mariners did like, yesterday? Should we say, hey, tomorrow the Ben and Woods and Paul program we're going to feature 
Ben Woods and Paul, we're not making any changes so, tomorrow. But with what the Mariners did yesterday, I saw uh, Aaron Boone on John Boy for his end of the season wrap up on a podcast. That's the, the uh, Aaron Boone and John Boy thing, though. Right. But he was doing his State of the Union type deal. He's coming back. Um, I saw Farhan did uh, a thing yesterday as well, maybe the day before. Is that not something the Padres do? No, they have done that in the past. There have been Is it sporadic? No, it's been pretty consistent. Well, I asked you this last last week, and you said they don't do this. No, 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 they they do. I mean, what I usually remember in the past is the day after a non-playoff season, even a playoff year. Like this one. After you're eliminated, whatever. After the season is over. That next, the Monday... They generally have like an hour where the locker room, the clubhouse will be open. Media can go in. You know, guys are going to be cleaning out their lockers for the offseason. And you can ask some questions. And generally then AJ and the manager will have, you know, an availability as well where you'll get a chance to talk to them and ask some questions. That's how I remember it happening generally in the past. Is there like some bylaw in baseball that says you absolutely have to do that? Not really. But if you don't... Well, it leads to a lot of questions and speculation, like which this. is what we've gotten. So <laughs> kind of unfounded speculation, a lot of guessing about Things what's were going great on. last year. Even, even losing, you, you lose in the NLCS, still a pretty good year. I don't – did they do one last year? I thought they did at the Peter, end Peter after the playoffs. Peter came on our show like the week after the season yeah. ended. But. I feel like they did a, a post-mortem at the end, but I can't remember for sure. If they don't mind everyone speculating and talking <laughs> about them, then they can just – Go, Go on the business. way things are going. You know, the offseason will continue with or without a press conference. Uh, we'll just rampantly and probably wildly inaccurately speculate about what's going on without any guidance or direction from club officials about what they're doing. All we can do is sit here and guess. Same as fans. They're aging me two days to one. For every day that goes by, I age two days. But if you also don't have any great answers to give, sometimes a press conference isn't a very good idea. Maybe you're still working through things. Yeah. If uh, if your answer is we're going to try to win 54% of our games, not a and consider yourselves more, lucky. <laughs> no, unless maybe no press conference is better than that press yeah, conference. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, we got call- <laughs> call- callers on the line. That was Jerry Depoto. So we're actually doing the fan base a favor. <laughs> He's like, I messed up. It's like the most nervous laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck my foot in my mouth there, didn't I? I'm a dead man. That's going national. That's the the ongoing national laugh that he gave. (laughs) I'm dead. Like Adam coming in and saying, hey, I need you to do six more promos. And I'm I'm actually doing you a favor. I'm doing you guys a favor. I'm doing you a favor by setting that up. So we're actually doing the fan base a favor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you okay? Eight three three two eight eight two ninety seven three. Well, Woods uh, composes Kendrick himself. Kendrick Morales with a home run. <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero had key hits along. <coughs> excuse me, along the way. We will check traffic here on ninety seven three. The fan from the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the Premier Auto Family. Here is Kelly Danik. Traffic is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Draft Your Oil Change, a 15-minute instant draft your oil change. Troubled ride on northbound side of the 805 out of the South Bay. Got this collision near Telegraph Canyon blocking the HOV lane. Then up ahead near H Street, crash being cleared out of middle lanes. 
Traveling on northbound 163, just past the 8, we're getting reports of some wood debris in the two right lanes. And North 15, clearing an accident right around Claremont Mesa Boulevard. Stop by into the 30, San Diego Valvoline Instant Drive Through Oil Change Centers. You don't have to get out of your car, and it usually only takes 15 minutes or less. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for discounts and locations nearest you. Valvoline Oil Change Centers are open seven days a week. I'm Kelly Danik with Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The ask and ye shall receive. Adam just sent me the uh, the clips of the you know two seasons of Bob Melvin, two end of season press conferences featuring Bob Melvin and AJ Preller when the year was over. So yes, it's absolutely something the Padres usually do, and it's a bit unusual, uh, more than a bit unusual that they have not done so yet. That'd be interesting. Go back and going back and listening to those, and uh, Adam sent them. Sent them to there. So yeah, in the break, can... if you want to find some interesting tidbits about what they did, didn't do, what changes were going to be made, you can uh, go and hold their feet to the fire. Let's rip some yeah. coals. Let's go to Lucas. Uh, you are next up with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Lucas. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, good buddy. Good. Hey, uh, I just want to say I totally support Manny right away for uh, sticking it out till the end of the season. Sure. I think, uh, I think if you wait, it's a difference of two weeks, and if you can't win five or six games out of ten without one person, that's not a team that's going to win the World Series. Oh, we saw um, that this year. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, I get I get what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. I, I've come around on it basically just after hearing how important it was to all his teammates and, and other players are like, man, that's that says a lot about him. That's that's one way of leadership. But that, you don't want to hear next year if Manny not misses ready. a week and they lose, you know, Four of seven games. Well, hey, it's early. We don't have Manny back. Well, yeah, but in September, you may wish that you had two or more of those games because it can be the difference between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs as it was this year, Lucas. Very true. Yeah. Um, And then I think think none of us really knows what's going on. I think it's going to come down to, if you look at all the coaches, head coaches who are under A.J. Preller, were they all saying the same thing about him? but it wasn't broadcasted like Bob Melvin. Or if you look at the last general managers that had Bob Melvin, were they having the same disputes with him? So I think – I think uh, That's a good way to look they, at uh, it. That's a good way to look at it. It's an interesting point that you bring up. Just based on what we've read, um, you know, the, the piece that came out, I believe it was – I believe it was a couple of years ago, the Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal piece. I think it was the one that they did in 21, maybe, talking about fractured relationships with Andy Green, Jace Tingler, and now seemingly Bob Melvin. I mean, look, if you're married five times, at some point, maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you. You know, right? it's it's interesting he brings that up because I was thinking earlier today, pretty much everybody who's ever had a job has probably thought at one point or another about a coworker, a boss, like, ah, it's just not my favorite person to work with. I just I disagree with them a lot. You don't always say it, though. You sometimes just keep it to yourself. And in most businesses, it doesn't really matter because you don't have reporters asking your coworkers every single day, hey, off the record, what did uh, what did Woods say about what did Woods say about working for Adam? Sure, off the record, you know, uh, I won't I won't attribute it to you. But... He loved it. <laughs> I love he loved every day. Every each day was better than the day before. Do you, does does anyone wonder what Polly and I could say about what Woods says? You know, to us. Why are you throwing me? I'm under not. The, I'm just, this, is, this is not really this a is hypothetical a random example. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I had nothing to do with If this. you know you're going to be in that An business, idiot. is it is it smart of Bob Melvin to be telling his coaches how, you know, how aggravating this guy is or what's going on or maybe just keep it to yourself. And then none of these stories do get out and you can at least, you know, you may feel it at times, but you may not feel it at other times. Cuz I can tell you right now, I will say on the record, Woods has said a lot of good things about the people he works with here. Yeah. All the time. He loves working here. He loves Adam. Loves Michael. Does that mean that there's never been something said about Adam, you know, in in three, four years that got under Woods' skin? And if that's the only thing that I write as a writer, oh, you know, I heard Woods said that Adam was just driving him crazy. I bet that's happened once or twice in the last four years. Doesn't mean you think that now. It doesn't mean you've always thought that. But someone could say that, I think honestly, that you've said that in the last couple of years. You don't always get the full picture. When even when you're getting when you're honestly reporting and what people are saying, those people might not have the full picture of what's going on at any given moment in an organization. Well, I mean, I think that's the only people you can talk to, people that yeah. experienced it, right? Like, yeah. and 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 everyone in those pieces, and I know they're 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 written in a way to portray uh, a certain a certain way. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean it's not true. No, no, I'm, right? not sa- I'm not saying it's not. But it's always more complicated than what one snapshot one piece can and even in those pieces they said there were other people who said no nah, I, I think people are it's not a civil war right. i mean you know it's it's normal differences of opinion there are other people who view it a different it, it is a matter of perspective always and it's a matter of time when things were going well in 2022 there was no talk of civil war when the padres were in an nlcs and you know things were going well when things didn't go well this year yeah you know, more nerves were frayed. You know, more things were probably said behind the scenes. That's not that unusual. Is it cause for concern? Absolutely. Is it cause for, like, panic and to believe there's no way that they can ever turn this around with AJ and Bob at the helm? I think that's going too far. I, I really do feel like that is not a conclusion you can draw just based on the things that we have heard so far. Well, I mean, if, if you don't fix it, then yes, you're right. I mean, you if you fix it and move forward in a positive direction and and get on the same page and pull on the same rope and any other salesy phrase you want to use sure yes it ben you could Synergy. you could get you could get through two guys off the street and and say look here's the roster you go manage it and and I mean you just never know it's baseball it's obviously very unpredictable but it certainly helps and I think it helps it helps calm the fan base down a little bit when at least they think, hey, there is a plan. This is what we're doing. Um, this is, these are the changes we've made. And we're going to go forward. And, and you can say all you want. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to try to win a World Series this year. We're, we're going to have a long, continued you know, run of success. Um, but until the proof is there, it's just lip service. It is. It's much like Jerry DePoto saying, guys, trust me, you know, the, Jerry DePoto's made the playoffs one time in his tenure, just like AJ Preller, really. So that's the that's the tough part. It's it's people have bought in for a long time. They have. They bought in, they believed it, they made t-shirts, the whole thing. And now we're gonna maybe potentially on the cusp of, of another year like this one. It's gonna be hard to to swallow. Let's I think. Uh, let's get to, to another phone call here. We got Raphael hanging on. Raphael, welcome to Ben Woods on 97.3 the fan. 
Hey, morning, guys. Uh, hey, first time caller, long time listener. Thank you, man. Uh, real quick, Paul, enjoy Singapore. I would do it 14 days. I hear a number of good things about that. Why don't you do 21, Paul? How about that? How about three? We'll just take a month I'll off. split the difference. 17 days. Okay. 17 yeah. days you guys, you, Yeah, you guys aren't going to hear from Paul. He's going to be like up and disappeared. Screw <laughs> you guys. I'll see you at spring training. Great. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, guys. I'm going to hit the bullet point, Steve, on what you said. Two of them, actually. Bob Melvin has, what, 30-plus years' experience as as a player, manager, you know, he, he, bottom line is he, he's a really good manager. Lifer, okay. yeah. Uh, two, um, I'm going to reiterate what uh, Braden Soprenant said last week when he took the helm when coach was off, and then you said something to him with the same thing. Don't believe what you read. Don't believe what's out there. Because, like you said, writers, journalists, they own, they own the stories. So – if, in fact, it's true what they say about Preller, I think what I'm – this is my opinion. You guys can disagree or agree. Sure. I think what needs to happen is Mr. Silo needs to strip one of the positions that Preller has. Either stay a general manager or be a president of operations, but you can't have both because it's like if he has two positions, then, yeah, he's going to have control of everything. So it's either stay as a general manager, which we know he's really good at talent searching, whatever, but then have somebody, you know – have that position as you know president of operation because that everybody has to be accountable seidler is accountable for what preller does and you know melvin's accountable what you know chain of command preller has exactly it it makes a lot of sense rafael i think when you lay it out like that the problem is in the real world you never especially the sports world you never see a guy who has the you know total control then go down a rung on the ladder you never see a head coach say, hey, you know what? It's not quite working. We're going to make you the offensive coordinator of our now, team now, and we're going to make this guy the head coach. It's happened. They have to fire him. It's, they have to move on and, and start fresh in those situations when it's not working out. You've ne- I can't remember the, a time team, where – Guys have taken demotions to coordinator positions, I'm pretty sure. From head coach yeah, on their own so, team? I, I think so. I want to say Because yes. when you go from – President of baseball operations to GM, and you hire no, someone above you. Different teams, uh, they go to a different. Oh team. Yeah, 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 you yeah, go to yeah. a different team, but to Talking stay in the same to stay in the now. same organization and go from president of baseball operations to say, I am now just the GM, and I answer to well, you see, whoever we just hired. Murphy, AJ Preller's first managerial replacement, even in an interim role, he's like, I'm a manager now. He wasn't <laughs> right. going to he wasn't going to come back in 2016 or whatever that the was. Third base I, think, coach. I think Glenn Hoffman did it once as did interim he? manager of the Dodgers and then went back to being third base coach. But he was just an interim, and he knew it was just going to be temporarily. Well, that's the, you know, when I see people tweeting all the time, just make A.J. Preller a scout. I'm like, good luck. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, you know, that well, That's the good. same thing. It's, yeah. you know, make North, we heard, I heard that with the Chargers. <laughs> make him the North offensive Turner, coordinator. Just make him the offensive, don't fire him, just make him the offensive coordinator. It's. Is it ego? It's it, pride? It's hubris? The, it's all that? Some of that, but also it's just the dynamic. I mean, you know, you got the same players in. And the room just changes immediately. Like, oh no, I'm good. I'm just the offensive coordinator now. You listen to this guy over here who they just brought in. It. No one's ever really found a way to kind of make that work or try to even make that work on a on a professional level. So, yeah, Raphael. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I don't see in the real world that it's pie in the sky a little that bit. That scenario yeah. actually taking place at Petco Park. All right, we'll come back. We got an hour left. Paulie's got a Rindle report. Uh, He has got a public service announcement 
You need to know. News the next you can use. Two hours, right? You need to know yeah, it. All right. A couple hours from now. It's coming up on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.